Well, hello there. I'm Karen Sander. You are listening to Aging Fearlessly, a program for the over 50s, those uniquely wonderful baby boomers. My aim is to educate, motivate and inspire you to embrace the exciting journey of life for decades to come. So stay tuned to meet a variety of guests who will share their stories and passions to help us gain insight into the ways to live a happier, healthier life. Well, welcome to this episode of Aging Fearlessly. I have a group of amazing people with me today. They're called the Sandy Bottom Band. Welcome, Sandy Bottoms. Hello. It's a wonderful name. And first of all, I have to ask you, who decided on the name the Sandy Bottom Band? That would be? Well, uh, I think it was a bit of a group decision because we spend so much time in the water. We're all ocean swimmers. And it was uh, through the ocean swimming that we got together and decided uh, occasionally to have Sunday afternoons with a quiet red and learn a little bit of ukulele at the same time. And so when we came to think about a band name, it was a consensus that uh, we go with the Sandy Bottoms because there was a lot of sand around a lot of the time. So I'm just going to run through the band over here on my left. Who Can you just go around and tell a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Ros Appleby. Um, I have a couple of ukuleles and mm. I love playing with the band. Thanks, Ros. Michelle Sparks, um, just lots of fun. What can you say? Sandy bottoms, soggy bottoms, whatever we are, we have fun. That's fantastic. I like that sandy, soggy bottoms. Steve Markin, um, I'm a ukulele player with the Sandy Bottom Band. And Steve, I, I detect a little accent there. Mine is a North of England accent. North of England accent. Welcome to Northern Beaches Community Radio. Um, Shane McCoy. Um, I've only got one ukulele. Only one. That's sad. Only one. Can't afford another one. And you joined the band as well. For what reasons? Um, Brian. <laughs> oh, Brian. What did he do? Just drag you along yeah, there? Yeah, took me Twisted along, your arm. Twisted my arm. And he said, if you don't do this, this is... Right. And but it's been fantastic fun. It has been. Yeah. Yeah, right. I know you, I've seen you in action. I know okay. you have a lot of fun. And next to you... Okay, I'm Terry Janet and I um, don't have a ukulele, oh. but I've got a keyboard. And um, when I play... That's what I use. That's fantastic. And, and I love the group and music and the people. I've seen you smiling every time that you're with the group. It's wonderful. Hi, Karen. It's great to be here. My name's Melissa Chapman. So I'm actually Brian's wife. I'll oh, see so you're the other half of the, the other Chapmans. Half, yes. So he started the band and when it was in full swing, um, while I'm not a ukulele player, or actually I don't play any instrument, I happened to be singing around the house as they were rehearsing on a few occasions and was invited to contribute to the vocals. So after a while, I was lead vocalist. Well, then, Just like that. Just like that. Wow, discovered in your own home by the band that visits. And next to you, your hubby. Yeah, hi, Karen. Brian Chapman. Um, yes, we, we uh, a couple of years ago decided that it might be a good idea to try something different. And as a New Year's resolution, uh, I took up the uke, having listened to our good friend Israel do one of uh, one of a number of great songs. And we took that up, um, a couple of lessons, a few of us started to go to some lessons. And, and off the back of that, uh, we started to get asked to hop out to art openings and parties and so on. So, yeah, we put a bit of a group together and here we are. And look, I, I've been to a, a quiet red. A quiet red. Mm. And a strum. And a strum. And it is a lot of fun. You did try to put a ukulele in my hand, but, you know, I feigned the phone call. 
call. I'm only joking and ran out of the room. What's the average age here? 57. 57. 57 years. So I'm going to call this today fun after 50. Because that's the theme really. To me, it's all about having fun. And you guys represent fun to me and I've seen the fun that you're having so that's why I asked you to come along today to show my aging fearlessly listeners there's a lot of fun to be had in this world and you can create it yourself so well done everyone so there are a couple of other band members yeah Roz Roz is a member of the no oh that Roz there's there's another Roz but she's not part of she's not a sandy bottom okay so there are a number of other uh, members and, and what we've done we started out with this core of uh, core of seven people, and we've certainly been working on a on a few things, which make, makes the Sunday afternoons a bit of fun. But as we've been playing and going to more and more events, uh, we, uh, we we taken other instruments with us, and and quite commonly handed those instruments around and taught people a few chords, as we tried with you. I'm sure you will come back around again. Um, and and as a result, a number of other people are now going through lessons and uh, both singing lessons and ukulele lessons with a view to be part of that group. And as swimmers we're, we're also quite commonly going on trips uh, overseas and um, you know for example in October we're going to swim at the whales in Tonga that and as, sounds shocking as part of that uh, exercise we are going to take a bit of a band over there so we have created the Sandy Bottom Big Band which incorporates a whole lot of additional people who are very keen to get involved well remind me later Brian because I want to ask about other instruments you're handing out but that's your job to remind me okay so Steve what's good about playing the ukulele uh, well it, it's, it's good because it's fun um, I started off playing and learned a few chords put those together and it sounded good so I did it some more uh, play some songs with Brian that was fun to do so we did it some more um, we got together as a group and because it was good and it was fun to play we kept doing it and uh, here we are is it a really easy instrument to learn it is it's very easy surprisingly easy I've never been musical my whole life and now you are and well now I, yeah I could say that I am now um, um, and I never thought I would be do you find you know is it hard to learn a song no well it, it, it all depends on the song there are easy songs and there are some that are more difficult um, um, but the ones we choose to play are usually um, quite easy. It's awesome. I love the songs that you choose. Michelle, describe the music you play. Fun. <laughs> no, um, probably stuff that um, our age group really likes to um, dance to and just we remember. They're just great songs. So Eric Clapton and, um, you know, the Eagles and Bob Dylan. <laughs> Bob Dylan. I'm, having a, I'm having a senior moment, Karen. <laughs> oh, um, Stairway to Heaven. Stairway is, to Heaven, yeah. Oh, I've, yeah. I've seen you rehearsing that one. That's, yeah. um, is it a difficult one? That's a bit of a difficult one. It's got a few little uh, clucking actions and a bit of a riff that Brian has taught us to uh, cope with. We're doing really well with it. Wait till we play that for you. Well, Led, Led Zeppelin was, you know, one of my favourite in my school years, in my teenage years. Mm. That was just probably one of the most memorable songs of, of my generation. Absolutely. You know, there were so many good memorable songs, but that was, you know, it was a real highlight, wasn't it? Yeah, we, we love ones that are also crowd pleasers, ones that people remember and they can sing along to and they just want to get up and dance or... Grabby, you can play with me. No, that's a no from Terry. No. So, uh, do you want me to answer that question? Obviously, you can so, answer that question. Um, I think uh, in past, in in the mates, Brian sort of suggests songs, and there's like a group um, discussion about that, and usually, uh, you know. 
you know, the song will be played and slowly over like an organic process goes or goes up or down in terms of popularity with the group and then it might sort of go west or it might go into the top 10. The top 10 of the Sandy Bottom yes. Band I must say there's about, there is about 20 songs now in the top 10. That's oh, right. there's yeah. only 20 in the top 10. Yeah. Can you, Rose, help me to do the math on that sometime? Well, I'm not well, quite sure I figured that one, but well, yes. Yeah. Well, we selected at one time, not so long ago, uh, the top 10 that we were going to play at any event that came up. So we practiced those, and then each week somebody would come along and say, oh, we've really got to play such and such. And we'd all say, yeah, and we played a bit and it would sound great and somebody would say, let's put that in the top ten and it just keeps happening. Well, while I've got you, Roz, you've been doing, you've all been playing at events. And what sort of events have you been playing at? Um, we play at lots of different events. So sometimes we play as sort of background music at places like art galleries or exhibitions or mark days. Um, so that's more background music um, while people are just mingling, talking, sometimes watching the band. And then we have more inclusive and sort of interactive events where we play at birthdays, um, farewells, barbecues, on balconies, in backyards, in sunrooms. On roofs. On roofs. That's yeah. where I, I, I saw and, you on the roof. Yeah. And that's when you had an explosion of band members. Am I correct in that one? And that, yes. that's the sort of event where we like everybody to join in. So as Brian was saying, we take along different instruments and the people who want to join in take an instrument. But we like everybody to sing along as well. And as uh, Michelle was saying, you know, we like to play songs that people know and can sing along with and that's really great fun. Yeah, well, that inclusion is really important, isn't it, having people... Otherwise, it's, you know, if people aren't feeling included and aren't... They just don't get that vibe about it, yeah. do they? It's what makes it a really fun afternoon when people jump up and they yeah. they grab something else to play. Brian, I wanted to come back to you've talked about other instruments that people like. You know, you gave me a ukulele. Well, I'm one of these people that likes perfection, and I couldn't. You know, I would have muffed it up so much trying three chords was too much for my brain that afternoon. So I found comfort on a beatbox. You know, a mm. little drum. Yes. So what other instruments? Yeah. Well, we um, depending on where we're going, we depends whether what we can actually carry around. And the beatbox often is a little large for um, field trips, but um, certainly we have uh, a number of percussion instruments uh, like shakers and a whole different a whole different uh, set of shakers depending on varies in size and so on and the sound of uh, a castanet type arrangement. Um, we have a, a set of Aboriginal sticks that make um, a pretty good sound. So yeah, a whole range of different things, but. We also have five or six other ukes that uh, come along, all different types of ukes, sopranos and, and uh, bigger concert ukes and so on. And yes, we might have three chords uh, in the first 60 seconds might have been a bit much. It is surprisingly easy to pick up once you get going. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe the first minute was a bit, bit fast, but it won't take long, I promise you. Okay, well, you know, I'll persist, but I really did like that, that beatbox. But, you know, I left the room for five minutes and it quickly got stolen because other people like it as well. It's a lot of fun just getting that isn't it? And Terry, you play keyboards. the keyboard mm. and you, you're really concentrating. I see that in your face when <laughs> you're playing the keyboard there and, and trying yes. to learn new songs. Yes. Yeah. really like it. really enjoy it. And I love the sound. So this is for fun after 50s. 
I'm going to say that there's an education here as well. I love talking about lifelong education. Mm, And to me, this is part of education. Yeah. Learning an instrument. Does anyone want to share what learning an instrument does for the over 50s? Makes your brain work. (laughs) Makes your brain work. You have to think about music and use a different part of your brain. And actually, one of the reasons I picked it up was because I really wanted to do something a bit different to the work I was doing, you know, with my day. So something fun and a bit lateral and a bit creative and use a different part of my brain. So, yeah, fantastic. And it, it definitely does it you know that, that there's proven evidence that this helps with things like alzheimer's and dementia that must be why i picked oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah trouble with your memory no, michelle i'm kidding no i'm sure there's no trouble with your memory so isn't it yeah i think um uh, singing singing along with these things that we uh, that we know uh, fairly well is is a whole lot of fun particularly when you you're also then focusing putting a bit of music behind it it's uh, it's uh, yeah, very enjoyable we've started to um break the song down to do some harmonies and girl parts and boys parts and, i noticed um, that michelle a bit of variety yeah. in the song so once you get more familiar with the song you can explore it a bit more yeah so you're moving away from just all playing together as one song and, and doing the harmonies yeah, which a bit is more even, variety yeah absolutely and and that that brings its challenges in itself doesn't it so um there's a quote here happiness is not a destination but a manner of traveling which one of you put that quote in was that you brian well i must admit i i, I did put that in that Why? was uh well um our quote it is it is it is, it <laughs> is our quote it is so um, tell me about it uh, many years ago before we got married we were traveling uh, in in europe and we were, we were working in switzerland at the time and um in one of the places that we were staying in uh it was it was actually plastered up on the wall and it's just something i uh, it's always stuck with us uh, I think it's a, a very good thing to, to keep in mind that, that it is very important to make sure you have a whole lot of fun along the way. Regardless of where you travel, it's in your heart. I just So I'm picking up on something you said about having a whole lot of fun along the way. I think that that should be in life in general. And we forget that life is about having fun. A lot of times we all get very serious. Would, would anyone like to comment on that? You know, we get serious and we forget joy. I reckon one of the things we've had to do, we, we actually went into the recording studio the other night. It's well, the that first must time been fun oh, it was fun but to be honest even here i think this is the first the second time we've heard ourselves back in a mic it's a totally different experience and to be honest i don't know about the other band members but i find it you're much more self-conscious whereas if we weren't in this environment we'd probably just be a lot freer and probably i don't know you'd hear a lot more joy in our voice i think that's just me because i feel very self-conscious with this big mic i think that everybody in life you know when i hear myself on radio or even you know the old um answering machines on the phone i just go that's not me we 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 do believe that we sound differently i I don't know whether we hear from inside our head when we're speaking but it's very very different when you hear yourself you become incredibly critical it's even worse when you watch yourself and i used to do community tv and when i used to watch myself i used to go oh no i don't do that do i and it's just mannerisms that you make with your face how you pull your mouth or you know that you smack your lips together and you go but other people don't notice it it's just you you are very critical of yourself which i don't think is a great thing you need to accept the way you are yeah um, Shane, why the ukulele for you? And I'm going to ask a double barrel question here. Why is the uke so popular these days? Um, well, I think there's a couple of reasons. Um, one of the, f- I think the first reason is you can you can play four chords and basically sing one to two hundred songs. Mm. So maybe Brian, you can play the chords a C. So that's at one finger on the bottom string, an A minor, which is one string mm. on the tops. 
one finger on the top string, an F, two fingers on the top two strings, and a G, three fingers on the bottom three strings. Now, you can, that's one of the big reasons. That it's just so popular. That, yeah, because it's easy. You know, it's relatively easy as compared to a guitar that's got six strings. You nearly can teach yourself a song in half an hour. And I don't know about you, whether you carry a handbag, but I could probably almost spit a that's, U to my handbag. Yeah, that's true. It's small, so you can carry around with you. As on your holiday, last holiday over in the... Which, yeah, down in when we went down to uh, do the Three Capes Walk in Tassie, it just fits into your backpack. Yeah. It comes along for the ride. And you can just sit under a tree and get with nature and play a song. Mm. But the one that like I heard was when, when you were over on the island, um, Lord Howe. Yeah, well, we, I mean, we, that was a big we, one. Uh, I actually take them, I take it on all the holidays. I'm not yeah. sure. I probably should be, but I do. It's just easy to carry around. So, they and also, have, they relatively... have been known to play in the airport lounge. <laughs> and well, they weren't thrown the out. Light of everybody else. Oh, well, that's good. It was delightful. See, they weren't even thrown out by security. Um, Look, there's one more thing. Just before, another reason is it's relatively cheap. So, pick one up for 150, couple hundred dollars, and you're off. That's it. Can I? Uh, there's a couple of things here that I want to ask. First of all, about bonding. Do you think that the friendship and the relationship between you all has changed in the time that you've been playing together? <laughs> well, it's, it, it's the fact that um, it's become a, fr- a fraternity. You know, the, the whole... When you're discussing songs and you're learning about people, you're learning about what they think about music and, and oh, no, I wouldn't have thought they would like that or they didn't, they don't like that. So you learn um, a lot about those people and yours. You basically, because you're working together, forces you to work together and, and, and create something something that's wonderful so so it's it's really team building and, and teamwork working yeah. learning to work with other people and to get along with other people much like in a job go Roz so we all knew each other yes. before we started playing yeah. you know from swimming also for anybody else who's played in any sort of team sport or any sort of band you do get to know the other people in your group so much better and it's sometimes a bit hard to put your finger on exactly what it is you know more about those people but it's the fact of having to work together having to listen to the other people and back off sometimes or step forward sometimes and that does create um, I think a sense of being part of a group and I think that's another reason why the ukulele is so popular is because it is an inherently social instrument it's not a solo oh well I mean Sure, if you're a virtuoso, you could play as a solo instrument, but it's basically an instrument for groups of people. So it's a social, it's a social activity. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. There's one more thing that I find when uh, I find it with um, in, I have a, I'm in the choir. Find it in the choir, and also find it in this group. Is that when you're playing and suddenly the group gels, the voices gel, and things gel, and it just that it takes on a different dynamic, you know, when everyone's playing exactly in the same. So I think that's also something when groups of people get together and they just gel and something just happens at a moment. Mm. There's so much, well, I call it community, but there is so much, um, there's so much importance in community. And I'm just going to relate to something. We haven't talked about this before, but the blue zones in the world and why women in Okinawa live to such a long you know, a ripe old age, well over the hunt, the, the century, the hundreds. And that's because of the groups and the bonds that they form travelling together through life in, in a community. And I think, again, this extends to a community and, you know, helps with health, wellness, all those sorts of things that are important in our everyday. And 
each of you are supporting each other in, in some sort of way, which I think is really important, especially for the over 50s, because I do know of people in their, their 50s that become incredibly lonely um, and people may be going through a divorce or they could be, there's all sorts of things that are happening in their lives. And hence um, something like this is, you know. Social capital, isn't it? it yeah, really is. it's, it is. It's, and like we, we will have dinner together. We'll have a wine with, you know, as a, with a strum. You don't like wine, do you? No. no. <laughs> and Karen, can I just add to that, that um, because we are husband and wife, um, it was something really special that we could share as well. So as we were getting to the stage where our kids were independent and we had more time, um, quite often, you know, we'll have dinner and afterwards we'll just play a song and it's just so nice to be able to share that together, like mm. have a journey to travel together. We have independent interests, but to have something that um, brings us together that we both enjoy is, is great to explore something new like that together. That's such a great point, Melissa, and I'm really pleased that you raised that. I do have many more questions. So is there another song that you'd like to play for us now? Um, yes, a, a little song by Vance Joy, a, uh, a bit of local content, uh, Riptide. Ooh, let's go with Riptide. Oh, I swear, 
She's destined for the screen. This is a thing to me, a fifer that you've ever seen. and 90.3, your community radio station. You are listening to Aging Fearlessly with Karen. Please go to Facebook and like the page Aging Fearlessly. I totally, totally love that song. Just well done. What does that mean to you guys? Anyone want to answer that? What do you mean me? Well, the song itself, what Riptide, what what does it make you think, feel? Is it just the joy of singing that particular song? For me, it's just the joy of singing it. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. It is a beautiful song. So something that made me laugh about you guys one day, because I do know you from swimming. I see you regularly in the mornings at about 6.30, 7 o'clock in a bathing costume going into the ocean. But one day you had a ukulele down there and you had one of our friends who was good at underwater photography doing what? Well... It, it was a, um, we, we were trying to sort out a photo that we'd use uh, when we provided some of these soundtracks to um, people like Council and so on, who were, who were interested in shows and, and so on. So we were looking for a photo and, and we thought it'd be a bit of fun, given we were the Sandy Bottom band, to uh, get down on the Sandy Bottom and actually play. How did it work out? Was Ballast it? problems. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't stay down on the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, some of the photos you can actually see people's feet holding our shoulders down on the ground. That, that was me standing on Brian's shoulders trying well, to look him down. But didn't someone give you a lead weight? You know, you could have taken well, a lead weight down. And... We did fill the ukes with sand. Uh, oh, did you and, really? Yeah, yeah, but it still wasn't enough to keep us down. So next time we'll go down with weight belts. We are going to redo it because um, it was a little bit murky that day. So next clear day we have, we're all back in there with weight belts. Uh, right now it's so clear. Yeah, it's yeah. cool, but it's clear. Definitely a the good time of year. The still drying out though from the last one. You could go over. You know there's a bike down there somewhere on the bottom. I've heard about that bike. You could go down next to the bike. You could ride the bike with the ute. Too deep? <laughs> What, yeah. deep and meaningful? Or yeah, just across at the bow, it's a bit deep and meaningful, yes. Oh, okay. So, um, Brian, is there anyone in particular that inspired you to take up the ukulele? Well, uh, at, at the time I was coming up with the New Year's resolution, it was, it was really having heard um, Izzy Kay do his 
to his song Over the Rainbow that struck me as a, uh, it, yeah, it really, really got me that song and I, I thought, wow, I'd, I'd love to be able to do that. So uh, that answered my question as to what instrument I was going to have a crack at uh, and that's yeah, that's where it all started for me. Do you guys, I've heard you play Somewhere Over the Rainbow, is it something you want to just play now? Is that too hard? Can, do you, can you do the, can you do Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Oh, it's in the top 20 or the top 10. Yeah, I'll just keep talking while you're getting organised. Um, Brian, I hear that you have a very, very deep, you know, long history musical background. Am I correct? Uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> I've said actually, this is tongue in cheek. Yes, uh, no. This was this was my first foray. Um, mind you, at school I had a little crack at keyboard but could never really get my head around it so didn't uh didn't do it again i think uh football and basketball and surfing and other things got in the way and and um but look in hindsight knowing what i know now i i would absolutely want to pick this up you know if i had my time again i'd I'd do it as a kid because it's just such a great enjoyment source of enjoyment and and i'd recommend it to any parents to really let their kids and i know in a lot of schools they have ukuleles actually as part of the school curriculum now just to get kids in and interested because it is so easy to pick up and some of the ukes, uh, the baritone, for example, you can step straight from the baritone onto a guitar, so it's just four strings instead of six. But um, yeah, no, a really, really uh, good idea for kids, and just a shame. I wished I'd done it then, but hey, at least we did it now. So, so no musical background, you just no decided. Well, in fact, I don't think any of us have got any background on the uke at all. I know Michelle and Roz have have a little bit of history way back on. Uh, I think Michelle on a guitar, way back, and way very back. little. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so all, all things we sort of had a crack at when we were very young but there's no time and a range of other reasons but well while i'm here michelle the working week how do you fit the working week in swimming you practice what goes on there well i've got to say it's, it's actually been it's a pleasure you know what i mean you make you make room for i, I don't know it's just it, it, it is that variety for me uh work is i think for all of us work is very stretched out and commitments but it really is important like the swim it's really important to have that balance of fun this is my fun space and it's just such a great community of people and um yeah so i, I think it's making time actually mm. making time and Ros, the same for you is it just something you have to fit in yeah i, I guess like Brian, um, with a New Year's resolution, I tend to have what I call a January project, uh, where I try and holler at And this was the, the one, one? This is the one that, that stuck from a couple of years ago. And I guess I don't have a sense of fitting it in. It just does. It's just part of... I know when we all have busy schedules and it's important to plan your week, your sporting time, your relaxation time for you guys, your musical time and your work time and separate them out into boxes because if you don't plan them, you don't do them, correct? If it's not scheduled in, Steve, do you find it hard to schedule a week and get everything in you want to do? Um, work-wise, I do. Um, living alone, it's a bit different. I think um, I come home and I start playing and then it gets quite late at night and I think, oh, I better have some dinner. So I better stop playing, eat, and then go to bed. Mm. But, you know, if you're home alone, it's company, yeah? The youth's a bit of company. Uh, it is. It is. It's good just to think of a song, download it, uh, da- download the chords, play it, and, and just play along. And there we have another one in the top ten. There you go. It's that easy. And that's what – does it come as Steve's pick? Uh, well, um, there's usually um, a vetting process. Um 
uh, I might suggest something and sometimes the suggestions are accepted and sometimes they're thrown out with a bit of uh, disgust. Well, we, we do have a bit of a process through our, our, our Google Hangouts, um, which we're all connected to. Yeah. Uh, and so if somebody, you know, might be at work one day and something pops into their head, they might quickly send a link and uh, people might just have a quick listen to that and go, you know, and we get a bit of a vote thing happening. By the end of the day, we've got pretty well a decision. Yeah or Yay nay. Or nay. So, Roz, how can people learn to play the ukulele? Um, well, as a few of us have said, it is a very easy instrument to learn and I guess there's a number of ways you can do it. Um, several of us have been to lessons with a local musician just mm-hmm. once a week over, I don't know, about six weeks. Well, you really are serious about this, yeah. Yeah, that was in the beginning. Um, But you can also learn, as you know, anything on the internet. So you can look up YouTube videos that show you how to play songs or how to play particular chords. Oops. And you can also just look up the chords. If If you find a song that you like and you Google Yuki chords, um, you'll find the whole of the lyrics written out with the chords and you can work it out from there. Uh, you can get books from a local music shop and then, of course, once you've got a, you know those four chords, you know, a few chords that you're comfortable with, if you're playing with other people, of course, that brings you along too and you're, in your learning, you learn from other people. Yeah, look, I once took up the saxophone and I wasn't too successful because just taking lessons and then playing at home, it's not really appealing. Um, I did join a band that was um, for the seniors and that was great, but the commitment, I obviously wasn't dedicated to it. It was not the right time for me because that's one of my favourite instruments. It's just got such a beautiful sound. But I think commitment's the big thing. It's like um, it's having that grit factor or that passion to stick in there, yeah? I must say that's where Brian is very good because he'll say, let's get together on such and such a time. Um, and he's a great inspiration like that. There has to be a driving force. A a jam or a session. Yeah, there's always someone that's a bit of a driving force, isn't there? In in anything, in any community, there's always a driver. Mine sounds like it might be you. And I, can, can I just add something there that um, for me, there, there's a, um, and a number of us have been to the same person, but um, Janine Shearer runs a, a, a very good um, learn-to-play program. Um, happens a number of different times in the year, and you can certainly uh, look her up online, um, and she's a local lady in Balgala. So if, if anyone's interested, it was certainly very good for us, and she's got a number of different staged um, programs that you can jump into, very easy to get to, lots of different times. Yeah, so yeah. she's just someone that helped you guys, and yeah. uh, it's well, great yeah, because we all sort of got the basics with her, and, and it's yeah. yeah. And imagining this best advice is best advice you've been given. You, you've said my father always told me, "Don't look back, get on with." It. Is this yours? Your yeah. advice? Yeah. So uh, that you know, there's, there's not enough time in the day. Uh, I think, let alone in all the things that we do uh, in our weeks and, and years, things just the time gets swallowed up. So when opportunities come up, I think you just grab it and get on with it. And, uh, you know, sometimes there's hiccups, but there's always a new day. There isn't, you know, from a, from a psychology point of view, um, looking back is often related to depression and people looking at their past and, and, and become depressed and looking forward too far can, you know, can bring on anxiety. So that living in the moment is a really important thing and something that we need to embrace 
And I'd like to, you know, say that I think when you're playing these musical instruments, whether it be a, a shaker or a beatbox or a ukulele, you're in the moment. Mm, Does anyone want to add to that? How, do, you know, it brings you, it's very grounding, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very um, mindful activity. Um, you, you know, you've got to follow the words, you've got to follow the chords, you've got to listen to your fellow players. So, you know, there's no room for wandering off and thinking about what you're going to worry about, about yesterday or tomorrow. Whether I've and, got enough money to pay yeah. the rent or, the, yeah. you know, those things about did I, did I phone that client this week and yeah. give them the right answer. And Michelle and I have often noticed that if your mind does wander <laughs> for a microsecond, you lose the music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, it's a great way to practice mindfulness. Mm. And, Steve, what's probably for you the, the main benefit you get from... Um, from <laughs> you've just pulled the mic out. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Oh, you go. No, that's all right. It just, it's, what's the main benefit you find? Well, initially it was um, meeting um, the others and making a new group of friends. But since then, um, I think you're right with the mindfulness. It's about um, being in the moment playing on time, making the effort, practising. And you do have to practise. It doesn't, you know, you just can't walk away and say, I'll see you next week and pick That's up and right. be better, I, can I, you? I You're not going to get better that way. Each of us knows where we're strong and where we're weak. And it, um, I, I think we all go home and, and work out the bits that we don't know and then come back to practise mm. together. And Terry, can I ask you, what's, how, what's the major benefit for you? In you know, what have you found? Have maybe it's changed in your life, or how's this work for you? Um, International well, startup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need a model. I, I need a manager and stuff like. That. So uh, there was a little, there's lots of things happening there with this. So it's the music. I've always loved music. It's the whole group thing. It's fantastic, and they're great friends, and, and so that's all good. But. Um, the actual using and learning the keyboard, I, I really like and I've always wanted to do that. So it's definitely a different part of the brain. But then again, it's sort of like, in a way, similar to what, you know, like coding or something like that. When you, so reading and, and um, learning the instrument with, with music is mm. interesting. And you talk about coding. I know you build websites. Is that correct? Yeah, so I used to be coding. And, and so... I don't do that as much now, but this is like um, I can relate that to that. That's that's no reason. I'm, it's no time. No, it's the only reason I mentioned that. It's just sort of. No, I realise, but you made me jog my memory. So, I want to come back to the website because you built the website for the Sandy Bottoms, that yes. Sandy Bottom band. So, what is the website? It's um, Sandy Bottom Big Band dot website. Dot website. Just okay. so you won't forget the fact it's a website. Okay, fantastic. So www.sandybottombigbandwebsite.website. Ba- oh, oh, say it again for me. So www, if you don't really need that, uh, sandybottombigband.website. Okay. It's all lowercase. Now, I'm saying that because what you do isn't for profit for yourselves. You do have a charity that you've formed or you, you donate anything that you do make goes to a charity yes so we've um look we we just i I guess the thing is we just have a lot of fun so uh going and doing these things we've never charged for and um 
but there are occasions that people do offer us money. So we've one of the things we're very passionate about being swimmers is the amount of plastic in the ocean. Mm. And, I mean, we see it down at Manly and it's a pristine little corner of the world down there. It doesn't matter if there's a 10-foot swell running outside. That little corner is always um, a magnificent little corner of the world. And, and yet, even in there, uh, we get an amazing mixture of plastics and things coming in. So one of the things that... Um, we're, we're working on, and it is a work in progress, but shortly should have it in place, uh, is to work very closely with an organisation called Plastic Oceans. Mm. And they're working very hard to rid... They've got a number of projects on the boil, and we're looking to uh, raise funds for in, in anything that we do here um, uh, and put the money toward that. So we're looking at opening a chapter of Plastic Oceans here in Australia. That's fantastic. That's such good news, you know, not only what you're doing is great news and doing it for a, a real purpose other than just your pleasure is, you know, it's leaving a legacy in the future, hopefully, to yeah, it's keep nice to our feel oceans like we're clean. working towards something. So. And I, I just say that, you know, it never, well, it used to surprise me when I saw one of the swimmers come out with plastic tucked down their cosy that they some of the girls would swim and the guys and bring out plastic and all sorts of rubbish. And the saddest thing I ever saw was the gumboot with the uh, the shark stuck in it. And that actually broke my heart that day. And to see that little shark that had got trapped inside a gumboot is a really shocking thing to happen. You know, it's just one shark, but what we're doing to our oceans isn't just killing one shark. It's killing so many things. But look... Um, look, I've absolutely loved having you here this afternoon and to listen um, to all of you is just amazing and I'm so proud of you for what you're doing for, you know, the people that are listening to you and for our oceans and just sharing today so that my ageing fearlessly listeners can actually see how much joy there is to have and, and inspire them and educate them in how they can go out and make differences in their own lives because that's what's important here is about fun and passion and friendship and giving back to the community. So thank you, everyone, for coming along today. Absolutely. And I have a little close here and one of our friends from Swimming, Nick Howard, wrote this song and I'm going to switch it so that you guys can hear and just as I say goodbye, then you can listen to Nick's wonderful song that he's written for the Aging Fearlessly listeners. So cheerio, everyone, and until next time. But look at Facebook, like the page Aging Fearlessly, and come and join me again next time. So this is it for today's program. It's time to say cheerio to the wonderful Northern Beaches community. Join me next week for another episode of Aging Fearlessly. And now for a song written by Nick Howard, especially for the listeners. This is Karen Sander. Have a fantastic week. And remember, aging is inevitable and growing old is a choice.